Hello, welcome back. This is Creative Indifferences. We're getting right into it today. Hey, as he said, this is Creative Indifferences. I am Colton Bazinas. And I'm Kurt Hoffman. And that's producer Nick over there. He's going to be quiet today. Uh, he's his business. Oh, yeah, whatever. He's going to be quiet today. You don't have to air his business like that. He had a hard night. No, he didn't. We've talked. All right, so. I mean, a chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so how, Did you how... make it? Oh. No, Chick-fil-A. Jesus! Uh, how do you always have Chick-fil-A sandwiches laying around your house? I'll Damn. believe about the Chick-fil-A so people don't think that we endorse them. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you can you just, like, put Popeyes in there? <laughs> yeah, I fully endorse Popeyes. We can't tell him now, because then we can't. Nick, you want to just redub that and just say, uh, it's a great it's a great Popeye sandwich. Let's trade Popeye's and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> say it's a great um, vegan chicken sandwich. That's vegan not a chicken. thing. It can't be. All right, so how have, how have you been, Kurt? I've been all right. I've been locked up, uh, quarantining, you know, the usual. Yeah. Not doing much of anything. How about you in the outside world? Is it any better? No, it sucks. Um, <laughs> people are not wearing masks. I work at a job where there are literally hundreds of tourists that I have to deal with every day, and they are rude, and they are awful, and I hate them. Tourists? Like, people come... Why would people come here? There's so many, like, COVID co- cases in Florida. Are people coming from out of state? They are not. They are not. Most of them are uh, from right within the state. They are here from Miami, and they they picked themselves up from Miami and came to uh, Sarasota, where it is pretty much just like a smaller version of that. So I don't know why they're here. That sucks. That's stupid. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Uh, My favorite thing is yesterday, I I, I have to drag in the chairs every day. Hundreds of chairs from the beach. I have to drag Mm -hmm. them in. And after doing that, I see that somebody has uh, done a very nice thing and uh, dug a ditch uh, roughly large enough to put two human coffins in uh, on okay. the beach. So a little un- a little uh, place to hang out in, I guess. They've dug an enormous ditch. It's 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 very involved. Like someone could get hurt if they ran into it. That's correct. That is. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like. I, I, my first thought when seeing it was, uh, well, that sucks. <laughs> and then uh, what was I, your next thought? I tried oh, to I walk away from it, and then a tourist came up to me and she said, "Aren't you going to do anything about that?" <laughs> and I said, my, "My first thought then was, what? No, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> of course, it's the sun is setting. <laughs> like, no." <laughs> Oh, don't you know all hosts fill up at night? Duh. And then she's like, can you call your manager and see, see what this needs to be done about this? So I call my manager, and he's like, yeah, the day guys should have caught that. They should have done something about that. I was like, yeah, yeah, they should have. And I was like, do you need me to do something about that? He's like, yeah, if you want to. And I was like, I don't want to. And he's like, ah, could you? And I was like, all right. So I spent an hour filling in this hole and tourists kept coming up to me and being like yeah we saw them it spent the they spent four hours digging this out and i was like that's cool thanks it's probably a couple of them too like doing a bunch of work <laughs> i'm like thank you for telling me this if you listen to this fill your holes in the beaches you make Come yeah on. yeah it's not even for just the turtles which is also it's for dumb people it's for dumb drunk idiots yeah so uh as the sun set much like the the scene from Indiana Jones. I was just on the beach filling in a hole. But hey, you can put that on your resume now, right? 
hole expert hole filler. Um, <laughs> so I I only had a shovel that was about half the size of a regular shovel. Uh, so I had to like get really low to do it. Uh, and now my back is fucked up. So, oh, yeah, dude. So, Don't fucking uh, go to our back, man. That shit fucking sucks. I'm hot. I'm sore. I'm in a terrible mood. Uh, so with that in mind, let's talk about Deep Star 6. Yes, the movie I tasked you to watch and create a film for. <laughs> now, Kurt, I would like to open by uh, saying... You, is this not a good one? Fuck you. I cannot believe you recommended this. Why? There's absolutely nothing I can do with this. <laughs> I don't know. That monster didn't really. All right, all right. Uh, give me your summary. Uh, of let it me soften we'll up. I'll soften it up here. Did you um, not like the movie? Uh, I did. I it, it wasn't even so much that I didn't like it. Um, I, I'll explain my my feelings towards it in just a moment. Uh, okay. I will open by saying I do love movies about sea labs. It's under the water and they're pretty cool, right? Um, yeah, I, I love movies that specifically take place in scientific labs that are deep under the water. Shouldn't be down there. <clears throat> so, uh, let me just get my summary. I'm going to kind of summarize what Wikipedia has to say about this movie because I didn't take a lot of great notes because I was doing a laundry during <laughs> during the watching of this film. Take this seriously, darn it. I, t- I took it very seriously. I just had stuff I had to do. Okay, oh, so it's a monster movie. It could be anything you want. Just like say they go. Okay. Let me let me let me talk on that as well. It is barely a monster movie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it is barely a monster movie. Uh, there is a monster around, but mostly it is about the fact that this base is unstable and collapsing because of uh, because of missiles that have gone off. Because of the monster. No, the missiles go off first, and then the monster comes, and then it doesn't appear again for an hour and a half. <laughs> well. It- I, I thought. Well, yeah. All right. Let's let me let summer. me get into the summary here. We'll yeah. We'll we'll, okay. we'll hash that out here. So, Deep Star Six is an experimental deep sea U.S. naval facility. It's crewed by like, uh, looks like eleven uh, people who are very, mixes of military and civilian and scientists and stuff. And it's in uh, the near future, which I think is like twenty ten. Oh, I didn't I didn't catch that. <laughs> Maybe I'm making that up. It is in the near um, future, but I forget what year it was. Okay, I, I didn't catch a year, um, but they're in their final week of their tour of the ocean, um, the ocean floor, and uh, and everyone's pre- – it seems like they've already been there longer than they should have been. Um, so let's see. What do we got? Who is there? We The project is headed by oh, a – uh, John Van Gelder, uh, who is there to – he's like the scientist who's trying to test underwater, test underwater colonization methods. And he's like the older guy, right? The, yeah, he's the, like the, the older British man who's trying mm-hmm. to oversee the installation of nuclear missile uh, storage platforms at the bottom of the ocean. Okay, yeah, I, I know his face. Okay, so um, he is, I guess, trying to meet the – a deadline that they're going to pull his funding if they don't get this thing installed. And so everyone, everyone in the base kind of knows that and they're kind of on edge because they need to go home, but they also need to get this thing installed. So they're kind of, it seems like they're cutting corners. 
Um, and like, there's like what seven or eight of them. I believe I believe there are eleven total people. Oh man, cool. Okay, so they um, all live, so that matters. So that's um um. So we open with a very long kind of sea montage uh, that proves that we are in fact in the ocean, and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty. I liked it. Right, it's okay. Yeah, this is from like. I 1989. Mean, it looks alright. Like, like ocean ocean shots are always going to be like kind of calming and pretty. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, they they won't ever look bad. So the main character is um, a man who is immediately not subtle with his lover about his commitment issues. Um, mm-hmm. The third sentence that he says to this woman (laughs) he's been spending all these nights with is he basically tells he's like, yeah, I'm never going to marry you. (laughs) That's great. I didn't pick up on the love stories at all in this. I was Uh, just not paying attention to it. Yeah. So she is uh, she's sad because she realizes her relationship is doomed to stagnation. Uh, because so, she's like, why? Why didn't you ever get married? And he's like, Ah, I never knew anybody long enough to like him to get married. She's like, You've known me for a while. She's like, Yeah, you're different though. You're like one of the guys. And it's like, Oofa doofa. He's known her like barely over four months though. In fairness, like, and basically he had two options. So. I ass- yeah, I, <laughs> in the sea base. Yeah, I assume that he like hooked up with her day one. Yeah, day one. Four months to, is, is enough for marriage talks for you, Colton? I, um, if I'm at the bottom of the ocean, I guess, I mean, I would think about it. Especially, but you're going up. Especially with the little plot twist we get thrown later. Um, well, yeah, she doesn't know that's going to happen, though. I this think she just... does. I think she knows I think when she I think that's him. why she brings it up. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. Um, so, they are introduced as a couple and then like everyone's just kind of getting ready for the day it's everyone getting ready for the day-to-day operation of c lab deep star six Woo. uh by the way deep star all one word don't know why yeah i'm not either <laughs> it's it's all one word but star is capitalized yeah. I, is, maybe that's a future navy thing future um navy thing. It's future sea navy thing yeah underwater uh so you have um, – they are getting ready to uh, detonate a cave on the ocean floor where they are planning on putting the the, the missiles. And so the geologist um, discovers that the system goes – the cave system goes super deep, like underneath the, the planned site. And, the, and um, so she's like, look, we need to explore this. Like, there could be stuff in there. There's, like, been history of things that have popped up. Like, there's been a lot of, like, weird stuff going on here throughout time. And and my main man, John Van Gelder, is like, don't care. No time. Got to put the missiles in the ground. Yeah, but, you know, dumb scientists. Don't do that. Sure. And they said, like, there could be things millions of years old in here. Right? So, I remember that standing. Yeah, so um, Dr... Dr. Scarpelli, who is my favorite character, she's played by uh, Nia Peebles. Uh, is that she, the lady with the with the, the guy in the back commitment issues? Uh, she is the with woman the who is not like the medical doctor. She is the um, she is the one who uh, with the glasses. She has glasses and is into the quote unquote funny character. She's the woman who didn't wear her bra to work. She did not. Um, 
Uh, it happens. Although it, that's a choice that most of the women seem to make in this movie, which is fine. Mm-hmm. There, you know, it's hot, probably hot under there. Like the science shows, bras don't do well underwater. It looks There's chilly. Something about it. <laughs> it's cold. Oh, yeah. you know what? It is. It's the bottom of the ocean. Of course, it's chilly. I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, you could tell from. You, that's how you could tell they weren't wearing bras. <laughs> oh, Nick. <laughs> All right, and so like, they're wearing, like, Dr. Scarpelli is the one who really, like, voices her dismay. She's like, look, there could be life forms in there. I'd like to, like, like this could be a bed for, like, primordial, like, beings that are still alive today. Sea uh, dinosaurs. And everyone that she goes to is just like, do not care. Uh, we have to move along. Uh, like, even the captain, who uh, seems like a very reasonable guy, is like, look. I'm in charge, but, like, he's doing the stuff, and I want to get the fuck out of here. So we're doing it. And so they do, in fact, detonate the um, – they, they go ahead and blow it up, part of the seabed. And uh, because there is a cave system there, the seabed opens up to a massive fissure. Uh, and the two characters, uh, Osborne and Hodges, who are just submarine pilots, that's their whole deal there. Yeah, that's it. That's all they do. Um, they're bad at that, too. They're bad at their job. They're not good. Yeah, they, they <laughs> cannot, like, maintain any of the equipment. Uh, so they lose, like, a probe, and then they go to try and find it. And then uh, when they try and find it, they are attacked by something, and they are killed. A big sonar flare. You don't oh my see gosh, it. Yeah, you don't, ah. you don't see you, it. Uh, the, it appears to be moving at them very quickly. And uh, yeah, you hear them like scream die on the radio. He's like, oh, look the at base. the size of it. And then it just like rushes them and they die. Um, uh, yeah, they're, they're and dead. then uh, and the submarine, the the submarine main, died too. Who's the main woman here? The main woman, uh, Joyce Collins. Uh, so she is in the lab with uh, what is his name Isn't it like Garspucci or something Garspucci let's call him Garspucci oh Ber- he- Berchiaga Berchiaga Berchiago. those two are nothing similar Nick so Garspucci yeah. Berchiago is like uh he's the guy from Spider-Man who wants to collect rent he's the guy who plays that guy oh yeah okay yeah uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's actually a really good actor. I like him. Yeah, no, I saw him. I recognized him. I was like, oh, yeah. So he's in, like, uh, a sub lab, like, uh, just on the edge of this fissure they've created uh, with, uh, with, oh, fuck, with Carol? Joyce. <laughs> with Joyce, sorry. Joyce and Scarmucci are together in the lab when it is attacked. Um, and it, it's just like knocked to the edge, and, and then so if like stuff is loose and stuff falls on Scarmucci's legs and and busts him open. Um. Yeah. So they they go to the, they launch like a secondary sub to go save it. It's like the captain, um, and and uh, the main guy whose name is. Uh, <laughs> McBride. You got me, dude. I don't. McBride. 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 McBride of right. course, of course, because everyone that calls him McBride, including his lover. Mm-hmm. Um, his lover. My lover, McBride. McBride. He doesn't call him by his first name at any point. Um, he probably never told her. He doesn't have. Uh, he's not listed as having a first name. <laughs> Didn't he tell her he doesn't want? Is this that's the guy who doesn't want anything to do with so, marriage, right? Mc, yes. McGuy. Yeah. McBride is like McBride. he's like the he's supposed he's, to be the the audience surrogate. He's McNobride. 
Uh, so Captain Philip Laidlaw, which is a great name, by the way. Um, he he and McBride are talking on the way over to pick up his like girlfriend, and he's like, "What? When are you gonna marry that girl?" <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, you know me. I'm never gonna marry that girl." And he's like, Marriage "You. It's like you're getting wrong. old, man. You need to like think about that." And he's like, "But I'm just. I want to be a bum for the rest of my life." And he's like, "You don't Ain't have nothing to- wrong with that." He's like, you don't have to be. You don't like. I could give you like the rec. Like with my bump, you could like become a captain. And he's like, ah, not interested. Thank you. He's like, I'm and a so, drifter. I don't do yeah. shit. He calls himself he's like, drifter. He's a submarine drifter. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, that so, would be that's a good career. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, seems like pretty limited options to do. With um, so so he they get there they hook up to the sea lab or the the sub lab which is like hanging over the side of a cliff and they're like hey if anything jostles this like we're going down, yeah. um so uh, Scaramucci basically dies from his wounds like he like bleeds out because they crushed his legs and he bleeds out they, they they're yeah. like they're trying to get him out but he's like he's done no um, hope for him at all yeah and so then they're like all right well let's just get let's uh let's get just just get Joyce out of there. And so uh, Joyce is trying to leave, and then something like toss. They like there's just like a weight shift, and I think the monster they, hit them. I didn't see that. I think it, well, the motor because they had to like pry open the door like manually with the yeah, motor. Yeah, I think, and so like it got stripped. Like the thing yeah. that was holding it got stripped, and the door like closed and crushed the captain. Yeah, it like cr- closes and crushes captain like right at his like at his waist so he's like crushed and he got halved he got halved pretty bad but he was still alive (laughs) worst case of being halved i've ever seen he was still alive and he's like you guys gotta get out of here you save yourselves he's like no we can pull you through he's like no and then he hits a button that floods the thing he drowns himself and it's like but they didn't have the door closed so it floods both depart like both compartments and it doesn't help anybody yeah. So, uh, in his dying move, Captain Philip Laidlaw fucking shits the bed big time. Uh, and, that is a smart uh, move. Maybe he meant to hit the other button. No, I, I think, think he it... meant to flood himself because he knew that they could still get out yeah. because they did. And he's like, I even if you could get me out, I don't think I'm going to live through this, nor would I want to live through this. Because but my he was still blocking the fucked. door open. I, I he's think keeping he the door drowned. open. So like, I think he drowned himself, so he's unsavable. Yeah, he dr- he's drowning himself because he doesn't like he wants to die quick. Not so much water got into like both of the things though. The captain goes down with his shit. All yeah, right, but I whatever. think they still scooted out of there. You yeah. know, he wanted to get them. To they leave. get out. They they get back to the lab and um. Then there's really no mention of the monster at all. Like they they didn't really. The girl said something got them like really quick, but like that was yeah. She's like, so you saw something come out of the cave, and so they're like, "Stone arm bleed." Yeah. And so uh, the doctor, <laughs> the ship's that. like medical doctor, calls it in, and they're like, uh, "The the navy in an odd move is like in like they never do this in these movies, but like the navy's like, yeah, get out of there, come on back, like yeah, we don't care, go, come on." And so they are planning to get back, and my favorite, uh, my second favorite character, Snyder, who is um, a mechanic on there, but he is seemingly the only mechanic on the base because he has to do everything. Like he has to fix everything that goes wrong at any point on the base, and it is oh, played yeah. by um, it, he is played by uh, Miguel Ferrer. Because uh, he's you've seen him in stuff, I guarantee it. Yeah, was he? He's the guy who ignited the bombs, or no? Yeah, yeah. 
So, so basically, he's like, what do you want, guys? What do you need me to do to get us out of here? He's one of the most eager characters to leave. He's like, fuck this. I've been here for, like, six months, like, longer than I signed up to be here. He's kind of a pussy, too, you know? I don't think he is. I think he's just ready to go home. I relate to Snyder. I think Snyder is overworked and tired and wants to go home. I mean, yeah, we could, you know, you can relate. And so, uh, and so, the dot, um, so... The doctor in charge, who is, of course, named Van Gilder, is like, you just follow procedures. Like, follow procedures and we'll get the fuck out of here. And and so he's like, all right, I'll follow procedures. And he pulls up the computer and he's like, computer, what is procedure right now? He's like, well, you got to detonate the bomb. And he's like, okay. And so he's just like, <laughs> he's like, all right, if that's what we got to do. And so he's just like, it's enter. And the bomb goes off. <laughs> And everyone's like, Snyder! No. Snyder, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. And he's like, wait, you told that's what I was supposed to do. It's like, <laughs> the computer said that's what we were supposed to do. And he's like, you fucking idiot. You've, like, doomed us all. So there's, like, yeah. big, like, Everything nuclear waves up. are, like, because... Because when you detonate a bomb underwater, it displaces all the water that was there. Yeah. And so it just sends, like, huge, like, massive waves that just, like, knocks the shit out of deep And it, like, space. evaporates some. Some of it is just evaporated. Yeah, exactly. So, That's um, crazy. So their main issue now is uh, because of the destabilization of the base, the remaining missiles that are on deep space or uh, deep Deep Star Whatever. 6. Deep Star, Deep Star Deep 6 Star. are going to explode in a certain amount of time. There's and going... also, like, that, I like that scene where, like, everything just started blowing up from the, the sonic wave, and they had to fix it with, like, basically this big, like, two metal thing to, like, oh, the ship's saved, you know? Did you... I don't know. I just right. bring that up. I want to say that um, the like, set of this movie up. is cool looking. I think the set right? is cool. I think very cool set. Um, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, so... Basically, the, there's a guy who's like the comic relief character who I don't I don't even know if he deserves a name. And also, that, all that Jim all Richardson, that, like, maybe. Yeah, I think he's Richardson. Okay, so Richardson and Scarpelli, who is the hot marine biologist, um, uh, who is the hottest character in the movie. I'm sorry, she just is. I love her. Uh huh. Um. And she's also like super smart and knows exactly what's gonna happen. And she's like, let's like not do this. Uh, so they're gonna send Richardson outside to rehook up the pressurization, the 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 pressurization tube, so that they can like uh, de uh, de what is it called? Depressurize. Uh, depressurize and, and and head back to the surface. Because of the damage, uh, their their whole base is about the nuclear meltdown because yeah. they can't cool their nuclear core. Yeah, they can't cool down. They can't pressurize. There's like this thing is fucking fucked. And they're running out of air. They have like seven they to eight are, hours of air. They are running out of air as well, which is like a common theme in these kinds of movies. Yeah, it is. But I'm just you know setting the stage. Um. So, uh, so they send Richardson out in like a big. Uh, it's a dive suit, but it looks like a big robot. It's huge, and it looks so cool. It's and there's very two thick. of them for some reason. There is two of them. Well, I mean, sometimes they break. Yeah. Uh, so they so <laughs> they put him outside, and he is looking around and is immediately freaking out and like, "What is all this?" And so yeah, they pull him back like, in, and then as they pull him back in. They're like, something, at something's an hour, in the airlock. This is an hour in, by the way. An hour yeah, into I, the movie. Yep. An hour and five minutes. I wrote it down. 
you finally see the monster, and it what lo- an entrance! And you barely see it because almost nothing. You just see like uh, it, it looks like a big snake comes out and bites him at the waist, <laughs> and just like clamps clamps around him, and then just pulls it and it disappears. So like Yoinks there is now He's ripped it an- our second halved character of yeah. the film. Uh, Richardson is halved. Um, uh, 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 Doctor Scarpelli is understandably upset. She is now looking at half of her lover, and yes. uh, and now and, and the 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 main hub room there is flooding. Is is the, there's water shooting out of the porthole that he had come uh, through. He came um, into, and so people are leaving left and right. Uh, most notably, Snyder gets the fuck out of there. Uh, doctor, First. Doctor Van Gelder get, uh, hits his head and like he starts bleeding. A he little. starts bleeding and he gets pulled out. And then the medical doctor, she gets out of there as well, uh, leaving uh, Scarpelli McBride. Scarpelli McBride and um uh and Joyce all in the all in the flooding chamber. And Scarpelli cannot get out of the water fast enough. So she gets the, like knocked into it, I think. Yeah, something like, knocks her into the water, and then so uh, the creature has gotten into the the hub and is like is gets her. It gets her. Yeah, she got got real quick. You don't really see it. No. She just kind of gets dragged underwater, and blood comes up. That's it's kind of that deal. Yep, it is 1989, so they don't they have some tricks, but not a lot. Uh, no, no excuse. 1989 was a great year for effects. The thing came out before that, so. There's still some good effects, I think. But okay. continue. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> so I I wanted to note that this is not like the jar, the shark from Jaws where they were like building this thing up to be like whoa the, the this monster did not like loom large. This monster is in four total scenes in the movie. Um, yeah, but he does he steals those scenes. The, and I figured out the reason the monster is only in four scenes is by the last scene where you can fully see it. It does look very silly. It is a very silly looking monster. A little um, bit. It's eyes. It's eyes are the most silliest part. Yeah, They're like spirals. It's I think. It's like, I don't know. It's like when it moves, it's very rubbery. That. It's got like it like bounces very rubbery. And it's got like it's because got like it's a bunch be, of different tentacles and so arms. It's and supposed things. to be the guy, uh, Doctor Doctor Van Gilder, recognizes him immediately. He's like, it's some kind of arthropod. And I was like, arthropod. Insane that you could tell that. I thought it was a snake. Uh, and so it is like a crab that has a big ma- a big snake mouth. It's yeah, and a lot of spiky um, things. You don't get to see that for a while. Um, so they lock them. They get into the the upper deck of the sea lab, um, where uh, everyone is mad at Snyder. Still, <laughs> everyone's still mad at Snyder because Snyder, Snyder he locked the door. He did well. He locked the door because he thought everyone was gonna die, and I, I can't I can't deny I would do the same thing. <laughs> but there are two people just like banging on the door like for a. He's minute. fatigued. He's... You know what? He's fatigued and he's making bad decisions left and right now. He's sitting there staring at the door and then like this other girl runs up and says, "What are you doing?" Look, Let's I don't in. think Snyder is a villain, man. He's just exhausted, tired, and then he gets. This is at the point where there. I think he gets. What? I think he gets sea madness. I think he just like <laughs> the pressure. He gets full on like sea madness. Um. So the monster, which is more of like a footnote in this movie than anything else, is is in the other room. And so they're done uh-huh. dealing with that for a while because they're like, all right, now we got to get back to dealing with uh, base 
space science. So. But let's arm ourselves. <laughs> they uh, they do arm themselves, and then they're like, "All right, good to have these." Now, real quick, uh, what science do we need to do to get out of here? But also, the weapons are a couple shotguns and two sticks that poke stuff and explode. They are uh, shark darts. Shark darts, yes, that is the name. So of So they that. are uh, pressurized sticks that will blow a hole in something that they. And they gave Scarpillo that. They of course gave yeah. they they of course gave Snyder the exploding Snyder. the explodey stick, not um, the shotgun, which you know I guess. Yeah, probably probably a good to be honest. Probably good at the point. Yeah, right. Don't give him. I mean, a in gun. retrospect, they shouldn't have given him anything. Yeah, yeah. They no, should have given him like a wrench or something and kept him in the other room. Yeah, they should have fixed things. So they 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 all like kind of lick their wounds and they're like, all right, we got to go back in there and get something. It doesn't matter. It's a bunch of nonsense. Uh, so uh, they go back in and they're getting the thing that they need and uh, they're all like in a circle looking for the crab man. And so <laughs> the lobster, the lobster monster. So the lobstrosity is is um. It shows up eventually, and or it or or it does it. Something moves, and they are just like freaked out, and they shoot at it, and it's like, oh, it's not that. Uh, and then it does show up. It fakes out, fake out. You didn't total know it fake out. Fake move. out. It's the eyes. Uh, and and in a <laughs> in an unprecedented move, Snyder does in fact accidentally stick his shark dart into the chest of Dr. Van Gelder and yeah, blow him right up. Yeah, like like the doctor's the doctor's like a little jaw he scares like whoa, whoa. He took a step back. He and got like, surprised the shark dart was he in like his back. goes right into it and he blows him up. And then, and Snyder's like, "Well, there's no way they're not gonna like be mad." And like, for a this. Girl, like one of the, one of the characters <laughs> I saw is like, "What the fuck?" Like, like, yeah, someone like vaguely sees him do it, and he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and so, like, they retreat back into that room again, and he's like, "Look, don't look at me. I didn't murder anybody. Like, please." He just starts immediately. He's like, "Yeah, he's like, you guys think I killed him?" And, and the like, doctor's no, no, like no, trying to comfort him. He's like, "You have gone sea mad. You are like losing it, man." And so she like sticks him with like an anesthetic and is like trying to he's like hyper and shit and he's like going into shock. So they like calm him down, and they're like, "All right, so there's four of us left. Uh, the uh, McBride and 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 his woman Joyce are like, we're gonna go do what we need to do to get out of here. We're gonna go fix the decompression fix chamber, the and um, and then we can get in the escape pod and leave. Uh, and so." The doctor's like, fine. I'm gonna just look after. Uh, I'm gonna look after Snyder here. Make sure Snyder, he's. Yeah. And so she he's turns. Good. She goes into the other room, and she's like, ah, "Gotta do my doctor stuff." And so <laughs> Snyder, in a moment of pure anarchy, is just like, "Man, fuck this!" And he just goes into the escape pod. <laughs> yeah, and is, like, I'm leaving. I'm and it's like, here. "I'm outie." And they're like, "No, you have to depressurize." And he's like, nah. "And if you leave, we'll all die." And <laughs> that. He's like, uh, he's a mechanic. He doesn't know nothing about no pressure. And so he closes it. He closes the pod and just pieces out. (laughs) And so uh, as he is going up, you see uh, depressurization happen rapidly, which means his veins explode uh, and then uh, him go boom. You know? Yeah. He died. Yeah, it was was pretty gross. I I mean, yes. I, I like that they did like at least keep the science of needing to be pressurized like in like the yeah, pantheon like, hey, of this. this every um, death was also like pretty rough in this yeah uh, in this movie there wasn't like an easy death at all, they no, were all yeah, yeah right pretty they terrible were, like, 
I guess the first two, the two submarine guys who just like die off screen. Right. We, but, we can well, assume. Yeah. They died from the monster. I assume, got, they, I assume their thing just exploded. And all the water probably crushed them too going into oh, like, yeah. the sub. Oh, yeah. So that was probably really bad. Uh, probably didn't feel good. Uh, probably a quick death, though. Maybe. You want to. One can. Like, a lot of people can say. Didn't you know, look one super quick for the other guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah oh, well. Snyder. that's gotta be scary. Oh, yeah. I forgot the reason. The reason Snyder like pieces out of there is he hallucinates uh, the ghost of Van Gelder with a big hole in his chest. He's like, "Why did you do this to me?" It's <laughs> like the, that's when that, I was like, "Oh, he definitely has yeah. sea madness." Yeah. So like, but like he that chest, his chest really exploded though. Oh like, yeah, that, his like whole he pit, stuck him oh, from God. the back and it exploded out the front. Like, yeah, it's just like, oh, man, shark darts, man. Yeah, uh, Dr. Van Gelder's back became his front, and it was gross. You, yeah, he basically, yeah, oh. So that's why he pieced. Um, so, Worse than guts. Um, so they... Just blows up sharks. Are that's fixing, they are fixing the pressurization chamber uh, when the two... Uh, they, they come up with a new plan because now they're like, well, we're going to die pretty much. We don't have an escape pod anymore. And they're running out of air. Uh, they fixed the pressurization chamber, but they don't have anything to leave on. Um, mm-hmm. So the guy, uh, uh, McBride, is like, I got an idea. The second submarine that we use is on the other side of the base. I'm going to swim over there and get it and bring it back here. And then we can, you know, depressurize for three hours and leave. Remember in this same conversation, he uh, he asked Joyce to marry him. Oh, he him. does ask. He does ask Joyce to marry him. He uh, did. Oh, he oh does. I forgot because a while when when a whole big reveal here when Joyce gets brought back at the beginning from from the initial attack, the doctor is doing medical stuff to her, and she's like, "There's two heartbeats here," uh, because Joyce is in fact pregnant with McBride's baby. Oh, he, right, yeah. She he like puts like a thing on her stomach, and she goes, "What was that?" He's like, "That's the heartbeat of our child." That's the heartbeat of our baby. he's like why didn't you tell me she's like you spend a lot of time talking about how you will never marry me (laughs) (laughs) he's like well yeah but you know this is different (laughs) but you're different now you're pregnant now i care oh it's so romantic um and so uh while he is out um going (laughs) to get the submarine (laughs) they hear a knock I just want what? to point out that I think it's hilarious that he's like, all right, will you marry me? And I have a new plan where I swim through where the monster's at. <laughs> so yeah. he looks like a I good will guy, die. But he was probably like, fuck, I didn't actually expect to live through that. <laughs> right. You're probably right. I like that. He's McBride. So, so like, much um, to his chagrin, he survives. <laughs> yeah, so he doesn't even encounter the monster on his way like out there. Uh, and and the, the the doctor and Joyce are waiting for him to come back, and they just hear like a knock on the door, and Joyce is immediately like, "Oh, that's him!" And she opens up the door, and just water shoots in, <laughs> and as well as the uh, the crab creature, big crab come in, and the monster, um, and big crab is like in the middle, and and he gonna eat he gonna eat all of them, and uh, and doctor is like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, not today. You're just gonna eat me." And so she jump on Big Crab's back, and she and she she hitting Big Crab, Big Big Crab getting a big beat down. Uh, she I, got defibrillator paddles. She, yeah, she's using her defibrillator to to shock Big Crab, <laughs> which just gets and Big Crab shot. more excited and and Big Crab, crab. <laughs> is into it, and he is like he's like flexing, 
And so, um, Big Crab likes electricity. And so, uh, McBride gets back and can see everything that's happening as he is depressurizing to come back in. Uh, so he's in rapid depressurization, I guess, in, 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 I don't know the science of it, but he's able to get in and get, um, get his lover Joyce into the depressurization chamber, uh, as like, as the doctor sacrifices herself to, uh, to take down Big Crab. So she uh, she electrocute Big Crab real good. Big Crab, she boiled that crab. Big Crab opens his mouth big and wide, and he go whoa 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 whoa. And so terrifying. Um, and so then um, McBride and Joyce sit in the depressurization chamber for three hours. Is it three hours? I don't remember. <laughs> That's what that, they say. But... They like keep mentioning it's like yeah, we have to depressurize for three hours. They take a nap. So, they took a nap, they wake up, they get in their submarine, and they go right and right down to the wire as they are leaving the uh, the nukes that are in the in the base explode the nuclear and, reactor like, and they sh- it shoots them kind of towards the uh, they there's like they there's like a one last little problem they're like, oh no, it's gonna and it's like, no, I got it and they get to the um, they get to the surface and then they're like they're doing the they're trying to do the jaws thing it's like you know, we made it, huh? Yeah, keep swimming. But then the fucking thing shows up again. The crab man, I guess, was holding on to the submarine. And or he swam up. I don't know. That seems that seems unlikely. You get you see the ship in the water fly away and he's not on it. He's on the bottom. Big crab on the bottom. So big crab pull up uh pull up on top of the yellow submarine and he's like, Big crab back and he's And then again, Nick. He and tries to kill himself. Yeah. He does. He's, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna open. He opens the fuel, and is like, get on the raft. I'm gonna take care of Big Crab. And no, she fell like, in the water. And then she, she like hopped in the raft yeah, cause and, like, and she's like, don't. You could just get on the raft. I like, like how no, he like goes I gotta and kill looks back at her while she's going like, no. And then he's like, fuck it, and lights. <laughs> he lights the stuff he on shoots fire. With the flare gun. And so uh, <laughs> the submarine explodes, uh, presumably killing Big Crab, and then Big Crab and McBride. And McBride. So, uh, so but, she is now. But they only let you forever. sit in that for a couple seconds because McBride come up on the other side of the raft and he's like. It felt like longer than a couple seconds. Yeah. yeah. He's like okay. a football field away from the fucking explosion. Sure. He made it. So <laughs> yeah. they get out and they survive. McBride and his new bride. Uh, and uh, Big Crab. McBride's bride. Rest in peace, Big Crab. So uh, that is Deep Star 6. Uh, yeah. Poopy, poopy, poopy. I didn't care for it. Aww. Uh, and the reason I didn't care for it is I've seen uh, um, better ones. I, think. I didn't say it was great. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not questioning your character here. I will say this. Mo- uh, I have. I did some research. Um, I can see why it was just fun. I thought I was just like a fun watch in, in this. Um, so uh, here's a fun fact about this movie. Uh, Give it to me. Sean S. Cunningham. Uh, here's a fun fact about him. He's the guy who directed <laughs> Friday the 13th. Whoa. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, cool. Another fun connection to that is Kane Hodder, who played Jason for a long time, was the stunt director for this movie. So he was Lobster Boy. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> who played uh, the lobster? Jim Henson. I don't know. <laughs> 
fine. Um, I don't think so. So Cunningham answer. developed this idea in 1987 with the express purpose of being the first release on the slate of upcoming underwater action sci-fi films. <laughs> uh, so, and it was. He did it. He got it out first. His was the first. But there were like six other ones that came out that same like year, 1989. So, this one was important. It was the first one to do it, so you're welcome. Well, he was friends with uh, he was friends with James Cameron, who was making his own underwater movie called The Abyss, which is arguably the best of these underwater sea lab movies. I don't know if I've seen that one. It's good. It's really good. It's like it's like breakthrough. Um, it's like revolutionary in in VFX. Like it's one of the first like fluid uses of like computer generated graphics. Okay, so does it look like shit now? No, it's actually the thing is it kind of holds up because it's basically um, it's water CGI, so it looks like it looks a little weird, but uh, it's that's fine because I'm it's sure just I'll notice like, it. But... He kept it like a basic element, um, so D Star Six was the first of these to release of several underwater themed feature movies uh, during 1989, including Leviathan, The Evil Below, oh. Lords of the Deep, The Rift. Uh, and of course, the abyss. Uh, and I feel like underwater movies are kind of making a comeback too right now. This is also kind of why I like. Eh, there was one, one, but I think I don't know do if they're more. gonna. I don't know if they're gonna do more. Um, with cool, uh, so, with the exception of the abyss, none of these films were box office hits. Mm-hmm. I could see that for sure. I could definitely yeah. see like this wasn't like a super great, probably expensive, to renowned make. movie. It, it looked like it I broke even. Um, it's worth noting that the plot of this movie is nearly identical to the film Leviathan, a movie released the same year. Uh, I bet. Not a... So, uh, I, he was he was like good friends with James Cameron, and James Cameron was like, like begged him to like be like, hey, can you just like not do this? Like my movie is going to be enormous. Like this is like my life's work, and he's like, nope. <laughs> not gonna do it and so they like had a feud for a while they were like really mad at each other uh but they That's squashed so that beef uh when when james cameron invited him to come with him to like, explore the titanic like to actually like deep sea dive and do it so i guess they were both actually very into deep sea exploration mm, yeah. I see. yeah 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 and james right. cameron go to like friendship. the bottom of the sea or like the bottom of the mariana trench uh, I don't think he took him on that one. He went. He uh, he took him right. To just in general, him. though, James Cameron like James Cameron that, right? ha- has gone deeper than any human being in history. Well, some some humans had to bring him there, though, right? No, I think he went like no, on no, he went by himself. He got directed like on what to do, but I think yeah, he like just... he took the submarine down. Yeah, it was like a one person submarine that he took down. He's just an, he's an insane person. Well, that's fun. I mean, that's terrifying. Oh yeah, he's bonkers, man. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, it's so hot. <sighs> All right, so that is Deep Star Six and my research behind it. Okay, so now give me this terrible sequel you don't want to make. So uh, I I decided or redo reboot. It's uh-huh. it's funny you should say that because I decided they, this this film is not deserving of a follow up feature. I think. I just thought you could use, like, the monster, I think sea monster thing. I'd actually back. like to pitch this as a different um, form of media. I would like to pitch this as a, a, a game, I think. Okay. That would be fun. Sure. 
Uh, are you familiar with uh, FMV games? No. What is that? The, uh, it stands for full motion video. Uh, it's like it's like the games that you they're like all they're like a lot of them are like point and click games with like with like video clips, like like actually filmed video clips. Okay. That kind of stuff. Um, and so I think this would be a, a fun concept for something like that, where you are you play um, somebody who is at a, a hub on on land who is like access to like the security cameras uh, on this mm-hmm. base. And so you were seeing this kind of go down and you were trying to save the crew by directing each member uh, what to do to, to like get them out of there. So each team member will it'll it'll be the same kind of premise like something has like has basically compromised the base and you won't find out what it is until like you know maybe a couple minutes into the game but what do you got Okay Oh no so I was just going to say so it's like there's just like little clues of what could have done this and you have to like kind of pick it up through it's, helping the people out It's less important to like figure out what happened and more important to like uh get the crew out of there like it's, it, it's it a is, rescue I, game more than anything a rescue game but i feel like you know people playing will like that'll sure. be something you I want think, to i think i think i think i'll probably make it pretty clear like that like it is like a creature that did it um mm-hmm. because so uh, i think uh each team member will kind of get caught in a different room like so a different camera that you have to switch to to like like have you ever played like five nights at freddy no, but I've heard about it. That's the, with the teddy bear. It's like the animatronics and stuff. Like there's, it's the same thing where there's different security cameras, but they're like the, the haunted animatronics will move and stuff, and so you have to keep an eye on them to make sure that they don't get to your control room. Um, but it's the kind of thing where, so for this, it would be uh, each person is in a different room, and you have to switch between the rooms uh, on the security cameras and like tell each character what they need to do to get out of the room but you also have to keep checking on everyone because big crab is loose in the base and so big crab and big water the water is going to be rising and then like the crab is going to be getting like around so basically you have to keep checking on people make sure they're not about to get attacked by big crab uh and so uh when you see uh it'll appear and it'll attack survivors and like uh and if you don't like, if you don't catch it, it'll it'll kill them. So your your survivor count will go down. If you get down to zero, you do you lose the game. And but like, can you do things to chase Big Crab away? Yes. So like, what lights seem to be the thing exactly, that attracted yeah, him light, to the movie. Um, exactly, light is what he is a or it is attracted to. So basically, uh, you will use the access that you have to activate the emergency light system that'll distract Big Crab long enough for the crew member to hide. And then the crab will just move on. You have to wait till the crab moves on to get them resuming their task. Um, and so, kind of like the Alien Isolation game. It kind of feels yeah, like yeah. kind of like you have to hide from it. You like can't, you there's can't, nothing yeah. you can do about you, it. Exactly. It's like a force. You're not going to be able to like right. stop it. it. Um, you just have to like survive it. You have to, you know, like, like uh, they say with the coronavirus, you have to work with it. Exactly. So uh, uh, you, you... It's fucking dumb. So the once the remaining surviving members of the team will get into get into the main hub, uh, you are gonna try. You're gonna use like there's gonna be like a, I want a robot arm, like a kind of like you know sub. So you can like move it around. You have a little control of this arm, right? Um, or like an autonomous sub. Yeah, like the autonomous sub arm. So, but like it'll or be the kind sub. of thing where uh, you could use it to like 
basically grapple with Big Crab. Like, but not like you're not gonna be able to kill it with this thing. But you could just like like slap it away from something like. So, and but like it'll destroy that, and you don't have the use of like that anymore. Or, right. You know? So like the remaining crew, like they fixed enough of the base to get in the decompression chamber. They go into the decompression chamber, and they have to decompress for a certain amount of time. But you have to keep Big Crab away from certain pieces of equipment long enough for them to do it. So whenever like it's kind of like a like, you know, it, it'll be like a, a you have to basically decide how much equipment you can like spare uh to to get it done and so what it, basically once you get that part done they can escape uh they can de- decompress and escape in the escape pod um, it, deep star six does sound like a like a like a uh, board game title right or like right. a game title it's like like an old like pc game so, something like that like you know deep like, star six so uh, and I think that'd be fun. I don't know. I think because like basically your score will be based on how many people you saved, uh, and how much and, equipment that didn't you didn't lose. Right. Maybe. Exactly. And and you know, it, and whether you got anyone out at all. Yeah. And thinking about, uh, I watched this movie a while ago and just rewatched it. You know, for this, and I was going through and I was like, hmm, this isn't great. And I, I just think I remember just having fun watching it, and like I, more I, so. I, I think my biggest complaint sentiment. is that it took a little bit. It took a long time to get to uh, big crab thing happening, and then big crab was not uh, was not used to the full extent that I think big crab could have been used. But I think Ooh. that that I was looking, I was trying to find any research that was like, well, big crab wasn't working so good, so they had to like really like like use him like caught like sparingly there's no information that says that i think they just planned on using big crab very little big crab that much yeah it was i guess human error in arrogance to follow what people say was the true villain of the movie you know that guy was just like i'll blow up the bombs like don't do that well boom boom and that's it he's done and now look you release the crab big crab release the crab so i think um I think a title. Uh, let's work on Could a be title, like that Fallout title game. for this game. Um, Deep Star Six obviously <laughs> is a good title, but like, what would be like a good? Uh, I think it'd be Deep Star Six Operation Operation Big Crab <laughs> Operation Boil Crab Boil Crab Boil <laughs> or uh, what, Lobster what? Boil Lobster. Mm, what's it called? A uh, <laughs> yeah um and if you wanted to be serious deep star six operation so obviously like the um the the bomb would evacuation be, um the bomb would be uh a bit the ticking clock in the game would be the bomb <laughs> get these people or they all blow up yeah yeah like yeah. you have like there is a time on it like you could like there's several ways to lose the game and there's only mm-hmm. one way to win yeah uh, yeah, and you can you can win by saving a lot of people, or, or save, if you just get one, if people. you just get one out, you still won the game. You're just you're you won the game bottom really? of the totem pole. That one person has seen a lot of death. Can there be a part of the game where if everyone dies, you have to go to each person's family? And yeah, <laughs> well, instead of like rolling the credits, it'll just be like you like like going to each door and like it's a mini game where you have to tell them that they're that they it's died. just like all the photo wallets of them and their family you just like look like no <laughs> it becomes very mortal Kombat where you have to fight off all the pissed off family members <laughs> yeah yeah it turns into a mortal Kombat game uh it's called uh morning combat mm-hmm. 
All right, so Deep Star Six, uh, Operation. What's like? What's like? What's a uh, acronym for like How, animal oh, we don't know of? Muto. Mu- Operation Muto. <laughs> no, except Muto for meltdown. Muto stands for like massive unknown terrestrial organism. I think. Yeah. Um, what about Operate oh, Meltdown? Meltdown seems good. Um, deep. What if deep we call stars. it uh, Extraction? What if we just operate uh, uh, or uh, Deep Star Six Extraction? Uh, deep Star Six Extraction. Yeah. Is there, Crab- I don't know if there's. Here we go. Here we go. Deep Star Six Crabtastrophe. I like that. That's it. There it is. It's a Crabtastrophe. <laughs> deep okay. Star Six. Uh, yeah, extraction. Something. I was thinking like something extraction to make the word extraction. Okay, what if we do? Dire. What if we do? Final. Op, what if we say Operation Crabtastrophe? <laughs> that that Operation uh, Crabastrophic Meltdown because of the nuclear Ooh. reactor. We. I think we got to drop Operation if we're gonna go Crabastrophic Meltdown. Yeah. Like Deep Star Six Crabastrophic Meltdown. Okay. Deep Star Six Crabastrophic Meltdown. For your PC pleasure or console? Eh, it could be. Con- I feel like maybe Switch has a lot of these types of games. Uh, like PlayStation and Xbox, they never get these like full motion video games where it's just like, uh, I-, I don't know. I, I kind of have an affinity for them, but like they, they don't really make them anymore. Was it like those the the, the werewolf one kind of where you make, a, you make a decision and it's like, look what's happening? Or well, that- those are like, um, those are like just decision making games, but like. But full motion, it's it's the filming style. It's like the style uh, of like, like like the the first Mortal Kombat had like full motion video elements because they just you like filmed people doing the moves and they just put that in the in the video game. That's cool. But Thank yeah, you. it's like it's like when they like we don't want to like computer generate any of this stuff, so they like just like film it. Oh, I see. Yeah, that'd be cool. Right. So like they like put them on a green screen and then just like throw them into like that environment. So it's like real people in like a computer environment. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That'd be fun. That's it's not that's not something that all full motion video games do. I just think that would be fun. I just think it'd be fun. Uh, so so deep uh, <clears throat> deep star six uh crab ta- <laughs> what the fuck are you calling this thing <laughs> deep crab, star crab. six crab task. Crabastrophic oh, <laughs> meltdown. <laughs> okay, Deep Star meltdown. Six, Crabastrophic meltdown. Oh, Christ. Deep. Fuck. Getting worse. Complicated fucking name. Deep Star Six, Crabastrophic meltdown coming soon to a console near you. Uh, it'll cost nine ninety nine. Um, and two three easy payments. Two three easy payments. Two to three, depending on. Case to case. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, Nick, I think next week – oh, you know what? No, no. We're not going to do producer pick next week. We're going to do a roulette next week, and then after that, you can prepare your producer pick. Okay. Get I a better movie than I picked, apparently. Oh, mm. my gosh. So sour. <laughs> I don't care. I, I picked the fun. Bye-Bye Man, Kurt. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that was a fun, a, silly not one. A, not a competition to who could pick the worst movie. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I just want Nick to pick a better one. <laughs> All right, do do be just better kidding. than us. Nick. I don't care. All right, this so thank you for uh, for tuning in to to our lovely podcast. I am uh, Colton Mazinas, and I'm Kurt Hoffman. Thanks for hanging out and listening. Oh shit! What? Nick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let me do that again. Um, 
thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, Kurt, you want to add anything? Uh, no. I've done enough. All right. Well, uh, tune in next week. Bye. See ya. Bye. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> 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 okay, <I> just... <laughs>